0: Welcome to Pathway to Faith Podcast, the media ministry of Harvest Church International Outreach, where we elevate and nurture families through the Word of God. We are so glad that you are here and believe that God will change your life through today's message. Let's listen. Turn with your Bibles to Isaiah. You're going to see something today, I pray. will bless you. Isaiah chapter 3. Would you go ahead uh, to the video department, put up nugget number one and nugget number two. Nugget number one, ready? Nugget uh, number one, ready? Read. Read that again, please. I mean, it's, it's radically changing. And you're gonna start seeing women, not in areas, but dominating areas that once were exclusively set apart for just men. Nugget number two. Children, come on now, say amen, because it's true. Our, our children are rebelling. A uh, six-year-old, I think it was, the other day, went to school and shot his teacher. Six years old. Ticked off at his teacher. Went to school to put her to sleep. Six years old. is not the only incident, it's just the newer one. Nugget number three, please. Read it again, please. By and large, the oppression in our society is coming from our children. It's, It's the kids that got grandma scared to go walking down the street. His sons and daughters beating up their mamas. His mothers afraid to correct their sons. By and large, in our society, the 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 what do they call it? Black on black crime. Those are kids. They're number 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old. The majority of them. They're just kids. Blowing each other's brains out over red and blue. A kid killing another kid for his backpack. Blowing another child's brains out because they want his tennis shoes. By and large, the ill in our society is coming from our children. God, I got an answer. President Biden, come talk to me call me. I'll come. I'll pay my own way. We need to talk, because y'all spending too much money not to give real answers to the ills in our society. (laughs) Hallelujah. And real men and women of God should have an answer for the ills in our society. Nugget number four, and then I'll get busy. Say it again. Say it again. Ladies, say it real loud so us men can hear you. We don't have a woman problem. We have a man problem. We don't have a children problem. We have a man problem. We have a bunch of males who've never been taught and trained how to be men. We don't have a marital problem. We have a man problem. You see, boys get married for sex. Men get married for purpose. That's why when you marry a boy and if sex is not right, everything blows up. But if you marry a man, purpose will keep him on course. Good God have mercy. Because marriage was not designed for kids. And just because you're 30 or 40 years old does not mean that you don't act like a child. You see, physiologically, you develop without any real participation from you. You just grow. You just, you just grow with time. But you don't mature with time. You mature on purpose. So that means that you can be 30, 40, 50 years old and married and have children and still pout and throw fits when you don't have your way. And so your wife is struggling because she has to deal with all the babies in the house, including you. So when she goes to the store to get three three of, uh, what do you call those things you put in your mouth? Pacifiers. When she goes to the store to get three pacifiers, she has to get four. And when she buy a high chair for the babies, she has to get one, try to find one that fits you. And everybody at the table got a bib on. Because you spit your food out too. If you don't like it. And a lot of the challenge that we have today, we have these men who grew up in homes without fathers. So he's trying to be something that he's never seen the model. So he tries to govern his family like his mama taught him. And you're trying to stay with him and every time something happened he doesn't like, he talk about his mama. Anyway, my my mama cooked it. You went to cook it the way my mama, you need to talk to my mama. I'm going over to my mama's house and he will stay over your mama's. (laughs) But this is what we're facing. In our society in America, we're facing a fatherless issue. The absence of a father. And in many cases, it has happened by design. Even the government has been a part of it. Can somebody say amen to this truth? Are you in Isaiah chapter 3? Oh, let's go. You're going to cease it. Look at verse 12. As for my people, are you there? You found Isaiah? As for my people, children are their oppressors. As for my people, children, come on. Who's the oppressor? And women rule over them. Oh, my people, God, God, my people. Those who lead you cause you to err and destroy the way of your path or destroy the way of righteousness. The children, they have become the oppressor. And in our society, the children have become the oppressor. Because today, not in every home, but in many homes, the children run the show. Because all you want your children to do is just leave you alone. So you give them whatever they ask for just to get them out of your hair. So you're not raising them. They're just living there. Because raising is hard work. To raise a child not to go to jail is hard work. To raise a child to grow up and make something out of their lives, that's hard work as a parent. You're letting your children make decisions that they're not old enough or mature enough to make. What do y'all want to eat? One wants this, one wants the other. And you're in the kitchen for three hours, cooking three meals for three kids. The reason they didn't come out like us is that you're not raising them like we were raised. Parents didn't ask you what you want to eat. As a matter of fact, if you had enough nerve, every now and then you'd ask, What are we eating? Mama, what you cooking? you driving down the road, kid. Where are we going? What is it with this generation where you feel like you got to tell your children everything? Well, when are you going to be the parent and tell your children to shut up and be a child? You'll find out where we're going when we get there. So unknowingly, you allow them to usurp your position. And then at 15, they're, they're hitting on you or beating you or taking your money out of your purse and dare you to say something about it. Who Jesus. he not got quiet, Jesus. You're talking about people's children. So the children are the oppressors because of the absence of a father. Just the presence of a father in a home changes the whole dynamics. Just his presence. Are you listening to me? At some point, you've heard this before, at some point, usually around 10 or 11, I stopped my sons from asking their mother for money. And the reason I did, I wanted to eliminate them being comfortable taking money from women. Because if you don't stop it, he grows up looking for an enabler. not looking for somebody that he can cover. I was, I was on purpose trying to make five covers instead of having five lids. Oh, Jesus. Because I know as a man, if he's comfortable taking money from his mama, he won't have a problem taking money from your daughter. And I don't need a cool cat, I don't need a player, and I don't need a pimp. I'm trying to make a man of God, a responsible man. I want to make a responsible, strong man because a woman doesn't feel safe with a weak man. And so by design, Satan has been working overtime to pull the man out of the house. I know it's quiet, but it's not an accident. It's not an accident that most of the abortions are male childs. Satan's been after the male since Jesus, since Moses. Because he knows if you remove the protector, if you remove the redeemer, if you remove the watchman on the wall, he can have his way. See, some of you think that Satan attacked Eve. He didn't attack Eve. Satan wasn't after Eve. Satan was after Adam. Satan has always been after the man. Because when you remove the covering, when you remove the protector, perversion sets in. Oh, Jesus. God must deal with the man first. I've shared with you perhaps the greatest problem in our day in 2023 is the juvenile delinquency. And the amazing thing is that the age is getting younger and younger every year. I mean, they're building detention centers and won't build a school. In a neighborhood where they say they don't have enough money, there's not enough tax revenue. But they can build a jail. But they can't put air conditioning in the school. And they can pull that over on you because you don't say nothing. Because we still have never learned how to really come together and be unified and stay unified and fight for a cause and don't stop until it's done. Oh, Jesus. This is is good stuff. So when the man is out of place, so the woman starts fighting for equality and saying, "I, I have just as much rights as you. So in man's failure, say failure, to do right, she takes it over and sometimes she does a better job than him. And that only justifies her craving to want to rule and to reign and to take control and direct everything. That's why this, today we have this, we have this women's live. And we didn't need women's liberation. We needed men to find out and discover who they are in Christ Jesus and step up to the plate. But when men don't do what they're supposed to do, a woman will stand in the gap. We see that with the children. Men have babies and just leave them. Won't even send any money. Then have the nerve to say, I'll I'll send you what I can. She she doesn't have that luxury. He's going to send what he can, but she's got to take care of his children. In some way, somehow, by the grace of God, she feeds the kids with a bare cupboard. with an uninvolved father. What kind of man are you that the government had to tell you to send child support for your child? Come on now. And then you get mad because she contact the authorities because you don't do what you're supposed to do. Why are you you them on me? Because you're not doing what you're supposed to do. I told you I was doing the best I could. Well, if you stop going out every other week with all them girls spending your money, you'll be able to take care of your son that you left off with me. You're talking about it's your son, it's your daughter. Well, then act like it. Don't you know your son's got to eat? Don't you know your son needs clothes? And don't you know the child support that you send that money doesn't cover everything? Oh, Jesus. So we're talking about an inverse, an inversion, where women become the ruling class in our society. That's what we're dealing with now. There's a great inversion going on. And you've never, oh, gee, here we go. And you've never seen so many weak men in all your life where she is the boss. And everybody know it but you. The kids know who the boss is. Your pastor know who the boss is. I don't care how you act when you get in my face. I know who the boss is, cause the boss look like the boss. And they're trying to front me out, get in front of me, honey, what do you think? And I'm like, Lord Jesus. Ain't asked him nothing all year and get in front of me like he's, you know, like she, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but a great inversion is going on because now you have men who are okay with the woman being responsible for everything. Uh, I, they had a movie. I didn't see it. I did see it advertised. Uh, I think the, the, uh, the, uh, the point of the movie was stay-at-home dads. I don't care how much money my wife makes because money is not the final common denominator that determines who's the head of the family. I'm the head because God made me the head. You know, now, if I don't make enough money that you feel like you can submit to my leadership, then you, know, you need to go on down the road and find somebody else you know, who's making bigger bucks. But just because you make more money than me, I'm not going to let you take my pants. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, because some of you, it's easy to take your pants because your pants is in the closet. And since you won't put them on, she does. Because it's cold outside. (laughs) Let let, let me wrap it up. Isaiah 4. You're going to see something now. So the little boy grows up watching 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 his daddy being ruled by his mother. The little girls grow up watching this matriarch situation said a patriarch. And so she grows up and she can't follow man because her mama didn't. And so she can get married, but more often than not, she doesn't marry a real man. Because that spirit will bump heads with a real man. My wife talks about it, so I'm not sick, but she talked about how she was before she married me and how she got it from her mother because everybody who ruled everything were women. That was the model, and only for her to grow up, and she was the same way. Bossing everything around. She was married before, running everything. Bossing everything. And then married a man who was raised by his mother. Didn't have a father. Always over mama's house. Are you all listening to me? So God had to get her together before she bumped into me. Because the show's going to change. He had to prepare her. For a man who wanted to be the man of his house, not a tyrant, but wanted to be a man of his house. A man who really wanted to be a man of God, a man who really wanted her to feel protected when she's in my presence. I I wanted her to, to know when you're with me, everything's covered. And I like what she told her daddy. He said, but you don't know him that well. She said, yeah, but I know. She said to her dad, she said, but dad, when I'm with him, I feel safe. And she's still safe. Are you listening to me? I still pump her gas. And she only has one bill, just one. And sometimes she'll leave it on the counter in the kitchen. She don't say anything, but it stay there for a few days. And she's got money to pay, but she don't want to spend her money. Are you in Isaiah 4? Because I need a place to stay in a minute. Keep laughing on this, ladies. Isaiah chapter 4. This is where we are. Verse 1. And in that day, come on, ladies, don't act like you can't read. <laughs> Isn't that something all the ladies can't read? <laughs> Ready? Verse number 1. And in that day... Hold, hold, hold right there. Don't, don't rush. I know you want to rush. But l- let's deal with this. I mean, we have to deal with this because we have some issues in our society. And in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man. You got to listen to this because that's where we're headed as a society. No, it's already there, but I'm talking about legally. Come on now, because you already have men who got three or four or five different women they fool with. Well, it got quiet then. You already have men. I'm in the church. You already have men but who got a wife. They got three or four women on the side. Who Jesus. And some wives know it. Talking about that's your boyfriend. And you know another woman is saying that that's her boyfriend too. You've seen her. Come on now. Somebody said, a piece of a man is better than no man at all. Somebody shouted, that ain't God. (laughs) I heard it through the mask. Notice, and in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man. Good God. So that means there's a shortage of men. And as an African-American pastor, I'm concerned because I have a lot of African-American single females in the church that I pastor. And statistically, it says that one out of four of them, there's only one out of the four that would get married. Give me eight black women real quick. Just eight. Real quick. You don't mind being on the camera. Married or single don't make any difference. Just eight. Quickly, please, ladies. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. I got eight. You see all these women? Come here. Where well, you go back. Come here. You come here. Oh, let me get back in the camera. <laughs> Hello, E church. Let me have eight more women. Quickly, please. All right. That's all right. I, I'll use all of you. Okay. One, two, three, four. Go there. One, two, three, four. You go there. One, two, three. You go there. Not you. One, two, three, four. Not you. Okay. Now all you women go up on the platform. I should have, brothers should have jumped up. and Give me some brothers on this front row. They're not getting... I don't need you now. They're not getting married. Pray all you want to. It's one out of every four. And the numbers are getting worse. Now, Now, we're not talking about the men... That adds to the dilemma that, 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 that is taken out of the pool of the possibility of finding a wife. I mean, it's about a million of us in prison. So that lessens their chance. Then you have to take in consideration, excuse me, then you have to take in consideration the down low brothers. You know, they flip-flop. Then you have to take into account the down brothers. They're not down low, they stay down. They just want another man. I won't hurt nobody. But then you also have to take into account a brother who don't want you. You ain't his color. Ain't nobody saying nothing but the reverend. But you have to take into account. I'm talking about brothers who, no matter what, he doesn't even consider you. Now, he may want to have sex with you. But you're not even in a consideration when it comes to making you his wife. Because he don't even like black women. I mean, you can do a whole lot of things. You can buy hair. You can buy a whole lot of stuff. But you can't flip that. (laughs) If you can, let me know because we can make some money. Do do you see what I'm saying? And so he will have sex with you and drop off babies that now are going to be raised without their fathers. Then you got this remnant, but they running the show. Look at them, cause they running it. I mean, they got a man, but they the boss. I just didn't want them to feel special up there. (laughs) So do you see the perversion that sets in on the family? and it sets in because of the absence of a father or a man that's in the house, but he's not involved. Raising children was not given to you by God. That responsibility was given by God to the man. What you do with the children should only be a, a, what can I say, a a guide that he has set down in the way that the children should go. And his guide should come from God, not something he thought up. Is is this good? So do you see why we have so many homes with, 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 with the absence of fathers? So do you see the crisis we have with our children growing up, not experiencing the security and the covering of a father? So the kids grow up, particularly the boys, they grow up angry. Especially when they see their friend in football or basketball or at school, see his father come to the school. So he starts entertaining the thought, I don't like men, I hate men. So he grows up and he can't take instructions from a man. He's on his way to jail. Give these ladies a great big God bless you. Thank you all so much. Put me some bros on this front row. Don't let these ladies step down off of them steps, please. We will eat our own food and wear our own apparel. Only let us be call- Look at this, ladies. Only let us be called by your name to take away our reproach. What's the reproach? The reproach is the lack of covering. So we're going to get married. We're going to have an agreement. You're not going to tell me what to do. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I just want you to take away my reproach. Just just, just give me your name. I don't don't need you to provide for me. (laughs) Jesus. I can make it myself. Just take away my reproach. Who's getting quiet? I said, "It's getting." You 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 remember the song? Uh, I was uh, where? I think I was in Florida somewhere, and and I was riding down the road. My wife and I had the windows down and had on a certain radio station. What a Christian station! A certain uh, certain uh, radio station. And uh, who's his name? Neo. What's his name? Leo or Neo? Neil, the Neil, come on, don't act like I'm the one who heard it. Neil was singing, and he said, uh, uh, She walked like the boss, talked like the boss, something, 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 uh, something at cost. That's why I love her. Miss, yeah, Miss Independent, she walked like the boss, talked like the boss, something, 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 at all costs. Miss Independent. And then he said, That's why I love her. She's got her own stuff. That's why I love her. She got her own house, she got her own car, she got her own money. That's why I love her. Miss Independent. She walks like the boss. She talks like the boss. Yeah, yeah, somebody's uh, thank you, sis. You ain't the only one, but thank you for being bold enough. Oh, she done pulled up on the phone. <laughs> and it, it was a popular song. And you had our, our daughters and kids singing these songs. She's Miss Independent Walk like the boss Talk like the boss Something, something, something At all costs That's why I love her You love her Because you don't have to do nothing for her? You love her Because she can make it without you? That's the kind of woman you want? Y'all don't want want to do it together? You're in the same house, but she's doing her thing and you're doing your thing? I'm going to get you now. It's your money and, and her money. Holy Ghost, I got you, Holy Ghost. Say it again. Yeah, you're married, but it's her money. And it's your money? <laughs> and, and both of you got accounts that none of you know about? Or some of you say, don't come over this way. You got secret accounts because your mother who was married to your father who perhaps was not a godly man would teach you and raise you as a little girl telling you, girl, don't put all your money in that pot because you you, you just don't know uh, about a rainy day. (laughs) I won't find you. So your mother raised you to put a little bit in the cut. So when you tell your husband, this is all of it, that's not all of it. Mm -hmm. And then you heard from some of your your prophets at the (laughs) barbershop. Telling you how you handle a woman. Man, don't tell a woman. You know, don't don't let her know about where all your stuff is. Don't 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 tell her everything. Boy's getting quiet in this church. You don't you don't tell her where all your money is. Somebody over there. Because you don't know what she may do. And so you're living together, but you got all these secrets. And secrets divide you. Secrets make you phony. Because when you get in the person's presence, you act like everything's on the table, but it's not. Now look at verse number one again. Seven women to one man. So there's a surplus of women. Where they will be willing to share men in that day. When the last, we're in it. They're not only willing to, uh, to, to, to yield to that culture of the day, but they're willing to work in the midst of it. He's not taking care of you. You're taking care of yourself. You were doing that before you married him. Oh, Jesus. So this new age culture is setting their order of things and changing God's order. This is good. And so I close where I started. Because the way we have done traditional church does not really equip men the way they need to be equipped to be real men of God. And there are some things you cannot deal with any man in the presence of a woman. Now, I don't want the ladies to to, to get upset. But a real man is hard to find. I didn't say male. But a real man is a rare commodity today. I'm talking about a real man of God. I'm not talking about somebody who can quote scripture. I'm talking about somebody who's living scripture. It's it's a rare commodity. And it is my sincere prayer that the women of this house who are single. It is my prayer that you marry a real man. And if you give me some time to teach him within the next, uh, I would say, give me about 12 more months. Because I'm setting up some things where I can take the men of this house to another place out of this, out of the city limits. I want to get him away from the familiar and I want to talk with him along with some other great men of God and talk to them in a way that they didn't get in the barbershop. Because some men, they're good men, they just have a barbershop mentality. Or the idea of what a man is is warped and wrong. And so he doesn't understand Because he hasn't been properly taught the value and the importance of just being one man to one woman. And he doesn't understand because he didn't learn it in the barbershop that running around fooling with the women, it messes up your life. And you might be cool today with dreadlocks, but one day there won't be any dreads to lock onto. But but he doesn't know that. And you you you've never seen you've never seen a how, how do I want to say it, Lord? A, a sore sight. It's one thing to see a, a young man 20-something, you know, maybe 30, you know, cool. Come on, don't act like you haven't seen him. You know, I mean, he's walking around, you know, dreads on all that, got a backpack on like he's in college or something. You don't know, I mean, he, you know, he's cool. He, you know, he know the ladies. You know, all the ladies, he's walking around, the, the ladies think he's cute. You know, he's just 20-something, 30, you know, biceps, triceps. You know, he, I mean, he's, he's feeling it. But isn't it a sight to see? When he walks in the rooms and he's 60. And 70 and acting like he's, you know, like he still got the sugar. No, no, it ain't funny. Don wasted his life. He he still thinks all the women want him. And the women in the room was like, hey, Grandpa. Huh? He, who you calling? Shoot, I'm still gone. Who you, you calling, Grandma? You ain't got it. That stuff ain't moving like it used to do. Huh? <laughs> Smelling like ointment. God must start with the men. The children are rebelling against the fathers for they're not being the men of God they're supposed to be. And their children rebel against their fathers. They become the oppressors of society. They say when you go to prison, you see hundreds, thousands of men, strong Biceps, triceps, I mean, look like they can go through a wall and say you can talk to them and they're hardcore. I mean, they're tough. Say, but when you get them in a room by themselves and then you ask them the question, where was your father? All of them break. All of them try to gather themselves. Father, I don't give so-and-so-and-so about no father. I don't know who the so-and-so is. I don't know who so-and-so is. I seen my so-and-so-and-so-and-so. I ain't never seen him. He ain't so-and-so ain't never done nothing for me. And when he was around, he didn't do all he did was beat my mama. He ain't help us. Who's a single lady that's close to me? Okay, come on. There another single lady? Okay, come on. Thank you. Right there, right there. This yeah, turn around. Right there. Okay. Um I am just gonna use a married man, okay? Uh, l- let me use Minister Barry. Okay. Uh he's he's single. Don't make a difference if he's single or married. Don't make a difference. Well, he's single. Okay. Uh, face me, single man. Well, I don't want to use you. Let me get a single man. Do I have a single brother that I can use as an illustration real quick? Yeah, yeah, there you go, Alan. Thank you, brother. Okay. Uh, the word of God said he that finds a wife finds a good thing. Okay. Um, he's looking at her. Take a look. And he's looking at her. Take a look. Now, what he really wants is sex. He don't really want, he just, he's a hunter. He's a predator. Now, he'll say anything to get it, but but he's a predator. She's by herself. Come on over here. It's my daughter. You don't touch her without going through me. His motives are not right, but he wants both of them. I mean, he's hot to try. But nine times out of 10, he's gonna go after her. Far more with fervor than coming after her. Because to get her He's got to meet me. And he don't want to meet me. Why? Because men know men. I can look in his eyes and discern if his motive is right. And if she listens to me, I can protect her. Now, if she doesn't listen, she's just as open prey as she is. But with her, he's got a direct line. Come on over this way. He's got a direct, no interference. She, she doesn't have anybody to bounce, bounce it off of. Uh, uh, you know, uh, this guy approached me and said so-and-so. Uh, Dad, what, you, what is that? She don't have, so she's at the mercy of whatever he's saying. And so she believes him. When he says, I like you, well, you're the prettiest thing I ever met in my life. Girl, I tell you, i would jump over three moons for you. And she's like, Oh, you will? Well, you're the prettiest thing I've ever seen. Well, you're a sight for sore eyes. Oh, don't talk to me like that. <laughs> don't play with me. You see. D- Direct line. And there's so many women that have been hurt because men had a direct line. Now, go over here. Uh, my daughter said you said something to Now tell me, what'd you say? What'd you say what'd you, you wanna do? Tell me what you told her what you wanna do. And he he said to me, I want to marry her. Okay, come back in 10 years. (laughs) Come on, give him a great big. You see the point I'm trying to make? You you see the point I'm trying to make? So to some of the ladies of the church, I'm like a father to them. So, So don't let some slick guy come in and try to build a wedge between you and I because I'm out for your best interest. And if he doesn't want to talk to me, there's a reason. And then if he does come up and say something to me, don't let him tell you what he said to me. You come check. Because he may have come to me and just said hello. Sister so-and-so brought me to the church. I really like your church. I really like your message. And then go back and tell you he said something else to me. Because his gold is not marriage, his gold is bad. Jesus. Is this helping anybody at all? So God must deal with the man first. We have to go back to Genesis and find out how God made man and the assignment that God gave man and go back to that embrace that and become the protector of the garden like God initially told us to be. To be the redeemer, to be the protector, and to be the provider. Are you listening to me? And when trouble comes, you don't run and leave your family. You don't leave your family. You don't leave your wife for a woman on the job. Or some woman you met at Quick Trip. Or some Jezebel you met on aisle nine at Price Chopper. Life is more than that. Life is more than you going to bed, brother, with a pretty woman. Life is more than how many women you can sire or how many babies you can have. A pretty woman don't mean nothing, man, other than she's pretty. What else? Cause her prettiness is gonna fade every day. And she safely have a baby. Man, her stomach's flat. Have two. You should be marrying. Quality. Her exterior is going to change. And most women who are pretty don't think they're pretty. And the long-haired women want short hair. And the short-haired women want long hair. And some of them don't want any at all. Because it's all nothing but dirt. And you're going to forfeit your purpose and your destiny over some pretty dirt? All you're living for is conquering a woman that you haven't conquered? That's your life? And you've gotten so bad that you even hunt even at church? Looking for silly, loose women that you can have sex with? And you don't want to date her because she won't give you none? Then you tell her, if you won't give it to me, I got seven women. Is this what we become? That's not marriage. That's not family. Family, you're in it for the long haul. Family, you're willing to sacrifice. Family, you're willing not to do what your flesh want to do so you can stay in God's will to keep the family blessed. And as a married man and a married woman, as a married man, and as a married woman, every man that hits on your wife, that's a demon. And every man that hits on your husband, that's a demon. Okay, now like, I'll say it again. God's not gonna send a woman to hit on your husband. That's a demon. And God's not gonna send a man to hit on your wife. That's a demon. God's not in destroying families and dividing families. That's a demon. I close on this. It takes a mature, mature godly man today to stay faithful to his wife. Because Years ago in my day, you used to have to call somebody to get into something. Now the women come after you. And you having a ring don't mean nothing. Because she's Miss Independent. And while we're always talking about men not being faithful, there's a lot of women not being faithful. It's on the rise. Because the enemy's ultimate goal is to destroy families. Are you listening to me? And so we must start with the men. And if you ladies will afford me that opportunity, the men of this house and I, along with the Spirit of God and other great men of God, we're going to corner near together and really become disciples of Christ because if we get our acts together, it will help you to be what you're needing to be and certainly it will help our families, our children be what they need to be. Amen? God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Special thanks to those of you who give generously and make this ministry outreach possible. Click the link in the description to give now or visit hcio.org slash podcast for more information. Be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Even tag us on social media at Harvest Church KC. Thanks again for listening.